be okay with being misunderstood. It's not your job to get other people on board with what you desire and want for your life. You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren DeVera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Thrive and Thread podcast. It's your host, Lauren, and you are in for a treat today. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been a part of the fam for a while, good to see you again. Welcome to the 70th episode. My goodness, just that number is wild. When I started this show three years ago, I had no idea where it would go, how long I would stick around, you know, And I think that's just really a testament to if you have a longing in your heart and you want to try something, you don't always need to set a clear goal around that. And honestly, the best thing you can do is to just start and see where it takes you. And I think that that beautifully ties into today's topic, which is pursuing the non-traditional path. But before we dive in, some just updates and some housekeeping, make sure after every episode or while you're listening to it to look at the show notes, look at the links that are provided. We've been linking books, podcast episodes that are mentioned within that particular episode, and then there's links for events happening in the D.C. area as well as online events. And if you have been wanting to work with me in a coaching capacity in a more intimate space, doors are open right now for Roots to Fruits, my signature group coaching program for creatives and visionaries. And cohort four, that's a hard word to say, is going to start in February of 2024. So pause this episode now, click that link and fill out the five minute application so that we can get that process started for you. Again, this program is for folks who are really looking to lean in into their dreams and to get out of their own way and and build that confidence and that clarity so that they can pursue oftentimes their non-traditional path. And that's what I've noticed about folks who have been through Roots to Fruits in the past three cohorts. All of them are pursuing non-traditional paths or trying to make more room for joy in their creative endeavors outside of their nine-to-five job. So let's dive in. I'm so excited for this topic. I think it's a question that I get a lot. So after this episode, feel free to bookmark being a multi-passionate entrepreneur episode, which you can find that link below. And then listen to the Stop Waiting to Be Chosen and Choose Yourself episode. Again, link below. I think those two episodes are great bookends or supplemental support for what we're going to talk about today. So what is the non-traditional path? When you hear that phrase, what do you think? I know for me, I think of creatives. I think of entrepreneurs. I think of anything outside of the linear nine-to-five corporate structure, and that has very much been my life since college graduation has been 
consistently choosing a non-traditional path and doing things that maybe others didn't understand at the time. And so I kind of want to just give some love and encouragement around how to do this in such a way that you feel good about it. And I wish I had these tools in my 20s when I was still figuring out what I was doing with my life. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, after college graduation, my goal was to move to LA to pursue dance professionally. And I had stayed around, I mean, I'm in the DMV area, but I was working a full-time job in a non-dance setting and then teaching dance at night and a part of multiple dance crews and companies and performing and, and traveling every so often to go perform. And in 2013, when I had left my nine to five job with benefits, I tore my ACL a couple weeks before I was supposed to go to LA for this dance program that was really going to kind of set off my dance career that I was envisioning of having living in LA. That was 10 years ago. So just to fast forward, you know, to where I am today, most of you know me through coaching or this podcast or building the lion's den. And a lot of my career was created around my dancing and my choreography. And so, you know, as I thought about my journey from college to now, I would say that, yes, I was listening to what others were saying, like I was doing the quote unquote right thing, the the safe thing, which yes, you need to have money in order to survive. And I had a nine to five job, but I knew that that was just for the time being. And so while doing that, you know, I was pursuing my interest. And that's probably my number one tip for anyone is, hey, if you're interested in it and you're curious about it, then it's probably worthy of exploration. And so after I tore my ACL and other things happening in my life, I not only was just interested in dance, but then I got my yoga teacher training certification and yoga then became a part of my practice. And I had also been teaching bar and I got certified through a studio to teach bar. And then I pursued mindfulness stress-based reduction, and that deeply informed how I teach and even how I live my life, to then getting certified in applied positive psychology. And I was pursuing all of these interests and maybe to someone outside looking in, like, they're like, you know, what is she doing? Why is she doing all these things? And I genuinely pursued these things because I was interested in them. I didn't have a goal of trying to monetize these interests. I didn't think I was going to make a whole career out of all these things. I literally was just following my heart and my curiosity. And for my personality type, my energy type, all those things, learning is a huge value for me. It's one of my greatest values. And that's what I was doing. And it's like, okay, cool. I can pursue and honor this value of learning that could later on turn into streams of income, which they all did. So from dance to yoga to mindfulness to positive psychology and then coaching, I got my life coaching certification in 2020. You know, I had no idea that I was kind of slowly crafting this really unique career and building the life that I've been wanting, but I just couldn't put words to or even a vision to. And I really want to name that for those of you who are like, yo, I have no idea where I'm going with all of these things. Trust me, I get it. I see you. I feel you. And you're not alone in that. I think 
It can be very anxiety-inducing and stressful to be pursuing your interests without having a vision for it or not even seeing the commonalities or the threads through it. And for the longest time, I didn't see how all of this was going to work together. And I want to encourage you that it's okay to not know exactly what you want, but to trust that whatever feeling you have, that gut intuition is slowly guiding you where you need to be. So release needing to figure it all out and just trust that if you trust yourself, the answer will be revealed in its time. Which leads me to the second point is don't wait for clarity. And I know that's so against what a lot of people say or even coaches. And, you know, one of the the first modules of Roots to Fruits is about taking a look at your vision. But to me, a vision is very different from clarity. A vision is just having that intuitive feeling of what you desire and what you would want to see in your life. Clarity comes after you've taken action. You can't get the clarity without the action. And something that I tell my clients is you're gathering data all the time. So when you're trying something new or when something doesn't go as planned, you're just gathering data. And that's what building a non-traditional path is. You're gathering data along the way. Maybe you don't need to make sense of it all quite yet, but just documenting that, reflecting on that, journaling on that. And something that I mentioned earlier for our third point is being okay with not being understood. Be okay with being misunderstood. It's not your job to get other people on board with what you desire and want for your life. I'm going to say that again. It's not your job to get other people on board for what you want and desire from your life. I can't tell you how many years I probably spent subconsciously waiting for my family's approval. And I'm not even talking about my parents. I am actually very grateful for my mom and my dad who were supportive of me pursuing dance in college and dancing my entire life. Like, what a gift. Thank you, mom and dad, for that. But You know, as I was getting into my mid-20s, later 20s, I know my parents were worried, just wondering like how I was going to take care of myself, trying to build a career in the arts and whatever they thought I was doing. And so when I finally just kind of stopped caring so much about what other people thought, it just freed me up to really trust the timing of my life. and. I think what really helped me was just my relationship with God and having faith that, you know, no matter what, God is going to take care of this. And so that's also a huge part of my journey in pursuing the non-traditional path was having faith. That's what faith is. You can't see it, but you're you're trusting it, right? I didn't see the fruits of this labor, of these pursuits until much, much, much later. And I think that's probably the downside of social media, just everything being shared in real time. You know, people are being selective with what they share, even myself, right? It's really easy to only display the good, the wins, the celebrations, the successes. You know, I'm not over here documenting when I'm having extreme anxiety or needing affirmation from my friend or my partner around my art 
because I'll be real with you, <laughs> art is a really sensitive thing for me. Like Erica Badu said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Like that's real. And I just really want to encourage you that don't think that this is microwave success, instant gratification. That's not the reality of it. It may be for some people. Like I think there are those one in a million chances where someone goes viral and they get picked up or signed or whatever the case is. But more times than not, it's consistency and deep, confident belief in oneself and the support system that they have. And I said that last part with intention that, you know, we're not building success. We're not building this path in a silo. I don't believe in that thinking of, you know, self-made millionaire or self-made anything. We live in community. We do life in community. And so leading me to the next point of making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who who support you, who are not going to tear you down, who are not going to make you feel less than or insecure about your vision or your dreams. You got to get around people who are also visionaries. You got to get around people who are like, hey, I don't understand what you're trying to do, but I see you and I support you, right? They may not see the long-term vision, but they believe in you and that's enough. You need to have a couple people like that in your corner. And if you don't have people like that, please reach out to me. I would love to support you in that. I don't think anyone should be pursuing their dreams by themselves. And if you have a family that's not supportive, if you're in environments that are not supportive, please reach out. That is exactly what we do here at the Lion's Den and in the coaching work. So yes, surround yourself with people who will uplift you, not tear you down, who won't make you question your ideas Yes, you need to have the real ones too who are honest and can call you out on your own stuff, but someone can be honest and real with you and still be supportive. And then the next thing for pursuing the non-traditional path is choosing yourself over and over and over again before you wait to be chosen by someone else. This is especially as an artist. If you are trying to do art full time and you're wanting to get published, you're wanting to get commissioned, you're wanting to get selected at the audition, whatever your situation is, you must choose yourself first. Because if you build a career around waiting to be chosen, mm, honestly, that doesn't sound fun to me. (laughs) I understand that we need to be connected to institutions and organizations that can support us as artists but you must be relentless in your pursuit of your dream, meaning don't give up. Really, that's what sets people apart is the ones that gave up too soon. And I think following the non-traditional path is it's not just about choosing yourself, but it's also being flexible with your dream. And I think being flexible is deeply connected to me identifying as a multi-passionate creative, which I know a lot of you identify that way, multi-passionate, meaning that your career has multiple facets to it. You're not just interested in these things. You are obsessed with these things and you don't want to set one thing down and you kind of want to 
keep multiple things going. And, and that's what my career is. And for the longest time, I don't think anyone understood that. They didn't understand how I wanted to be a coach and a and a yoga teacher at the same time being a dancer and a choreographer. It didn't make sense to people. But now, you know, how many years later, it's working. It's working for me. And I enjoy it. And now I don't burn out the way that I used to because I'm able to kind of spread out my interests in such a way that feels good to me in a given moment, in a given season, and depending upon my energy reservoirs and where my creative essence and energy is going. And so what I mean by being flexible with your non-traditional path is being okay with setting something down or taking a left turn or a right turn or a U-turn. I don't really believe in steps backwards. I just believe in a flexible path, meaning it can change at any given moment. And that doesn't mean that I've failed. It just means that my energy and my alignment is moving in a different direction. And that's what the non-traditional path is. It's not linear. You've seen those graphics on Instagram and social media of what the artist journey looks like. It's it's not a straight line. It's a spiral and it goes to the left and it goes to the right and then it drops down and that's life in general. And if you can lean into that more, you're going to enjoy this journey a lot more. If you can lean into the the flexibility and the ebbs and flows of your journey you're going to see that that's literally life happening in real time. And that's the beauty of life is that we don't know what's going to happen five years from now. We don't know what's going to happen a year from now. And yes, you can plan and prepare, but only so much. And so don't get caught up in having the clear vision and having the perfect plan and having the perfect this, that, the third. Trust yourself and the more that you can trust yourself in real time, the more you're going to find yourself in alignment with your truest desires. Because that's pursuing the non-traditional path, is having belief in yourself even when no one else does. Leading me to our last point, our eighth point, being okay with being seen as a beginner. Pursuing the non-traditional path includes being okay with being seen as a beginner. A lot of people out here don't want to be seen starting from scratch. A lot of people out here don't want to be seen with the smaller Instagram following or putting out artwork that maybe they're not the most proud of. And you have to be okay with that. And I'll tell you, as a fellow choreographer, it is the most vulnerable thing for me to create dances, to put them on a stage, to have people pay money to see it. I get it. Vulnerability hangover on a thousand percent. Anxiety on a thousand percent. I'm not just sharing this with you because I have it all figured out. I'm constantly doing the work with you. And the non-traditional path is about consistently doing the inner work because you cannot have those fruits without the inner work. You won't have the sustenance and the resilience and the grit to keep pursuing a non-traditional path if you're not first comfortable with yourself and doing the inner work, which we talk about so much here at Thrive and Thread. And so allow yourself to be comfortable being seen as a beginner easier said than done, but you can expect an upcoming episode on a beginner's mind, which is the concept of looking at everything, every relationship, every project as if it's brand new to you. 
and putting yourself back in the beginner seat. So stay tuned for that episode. It'll also be with a meditation. It's extremely powerful. Let's take a breath together. Inhale through the nose. Exhale, let it go. One more time. Inhale through the nose. Exhale, side out. Wow. Thank you so much for listening to Thrive and Thread. And if you've been listening for a while and you're enjoying this, I invite you to leave us a review, a rating. All of that would support our show. But I hope this episode encouraged you that you're not alone in your non-traditional pursuits and that I think you're absolutely magical and phenomenal and you are my people And there's a bunch of us out here pursuing the non-traditional path, and we are so needed in this world. We need your creativity, we need your art, we need your ideas, and we need you to believe in yourself. Let's quickly recap those steps for pursuing the non-traditional path. One, follow your interests, your curiosities. Two, don't wait for clarity take action first. Three, be okay with being misunderstood. Four, lean into your faith, into your spiritual practice. Five, surround yourself with people who believe in you and uplift you. Six, choose yourself before others choose you. Seven, be flexible with the direction, be flexible with the timeline, be flexible with your dream. And eight, be okay with being seen as a beginner because everyone has been a beginner. Okay? I'm sending you so much love. If this touched your heart, please share it with a friend, a family member, post it on social media, and tag Thrive and Thread, tag the Lauren DeVera, so that we can repost it. I'm so deeply passionate about this work, and I'm so deeply passionate about you pursuing your dreams because you deserve it. And if you want support in that, if these episodes have been resonating with you, please click the link below and let's work together either through one-on-one coaching or through Roots to Fruits. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Keep being you and keep shining. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love. Head on over to lauren-devera.com to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you loved today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.